Hello and welcome to another episode of Case Reopened, the world's number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm your host this week, Kyle Bradford, and I'm joined as always by Tyler and Colleen. How are you both doing? I'm doing well. What about you, Tyler? I'm here. You're here? It's been like a whole week since I've talked to both of you on the mic. Have you guys done anything? No. Very interesting week. (laughs) Nothing happened. (laughs) What about you, Colleen? I went skiing. I went cross-country skiing. I went to the spa. It was good. Oh, my goodness. You've had quite a week. Mm Mm-hmm. That was all yesterday, I went to work. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so really, it's just been an eventful weekend. Yeah, weekend. Work is just work. What about you, Kyle? I feel you. Uh, I went and saw the Sonic movie. Had a gosh dang day old time, I say. It was fantastic. What was the best part? Ooh, the best part? You know, there are a lot of good scenes, but I gotta say, when he went fast, it was really good. Did you actually see the movie? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. It was actually legitimately fun. It's a... Let's see. Let's rate it. I'd give it a a strong seven. Light six, oh, to, wow. a, light six to a strong seven. Let's see. So what made it not a 10? Like, what what did it miss out on? What made it not a 10? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think see. I know uh, the answer, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's break this down. Um, yes, yeah, on this Sonic podcast. I think, I think Sonic was surprisingly good, but James Marston, all of the real people, excluding Dr. Robotnik, were, like, really cheesy they were just uh it acted like it was a movie from the mid 2000s it felt like nobody was really that invested but jim carrey was really in it i liked him a lot he was a he was a dang old goofball oh just like he always used to be him and uh that's true <laughs> him and uh whoever that guy is who's playing sonic from parks and rec i don't remember his name john ralphio he uh yeah they sold the movie they did a good job the rest of it was pretty meh Ooh, the post-credits was so exciting. Oh, my goodness. Oh, did they tease (laughs) Sonic Chew? I wish. Could you imagine? What a fantastic cinematic universe that would be. No, uh, Tails shows up. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, So I I guess we need to label this with Sonic spoilers. Oh, I guess that's true. Nah, fuck (laughs) them. 10 out of 10. uh, Even better than Joker. Uh, debatable and that's all I'll say (laughs) are we ready to talk about Conan born ready yeah yay my favorite part of the whole week that's not totally true but let's just keep moving (laughs) Uh, today we're talking about two episodes I said like we just got to keep moving (laughs) Uh, episodes 92 and 93 which is a two-parter called the fearful traversing murder case so the first part of this aired February 23rd, 1998. The uh, Conan's hint from this one, if you'll remember from last week, was uh, a knife, which is uh, very helpful. Just a knife. Although I guess once you actually watch the episode, it sort of makes sense. I don't know if it's really a hint, though. Knife! As much as a constant. Do you guys think this is a hint? Yeah, I just feel like it's just a, it's there, but it doesn't help solve anything. I don't know. 
Anyways, the episode begins with a man driving in a car getting murdered by a motorcyclist out of the blue uh, who drives up to his window and then throws a knife into his chest. Oh, there it is, the knife. His car then spun into a preschool bus, bus which uh, led to one child dying. We learned that the victim was the president of a money lending company and that the person that hired the assassin had been arrested. Their motive was a grudge that they held due to the due to being in high debt, but the assassin's name was uh, a pseudonym, Fox, and he's still on the loose. So right off the bat, this starts pretty action-packed. Um, I was a bit confused because I'm watching, you know, a particular subbed version that uh, is not subbed very well, and... They did not explain that it was a uh, money lending company's president. So for a while, I thought this was just the president of Japan. Oh, <laughs> and uh, that would change. That things. didn't get cleared up till like, yeah, that didn't get cleared up till like the end of part two. But I thought it was very funny. Uh, just wanted to let everybody know that's where my mind was at. For you most thought of they this. murdered the? <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought the president of Japan just got knifed out of the blue. I don't even think they have presidents. Like, don't they have like? Uh, they have an equivalent yeah but i don't think they're called the president yeah the prime minister yeah i don't know i was just watching it that's what the sub said and i was just like oh okay shinzo abe stabbed right (laughs) out of nowhere oh lord i didn't know Um, Conan got so political (laughs) what did you guys didn't have that same problem i assume right no no Uh, so that scene happened in the past. Uh, so then we see six months later, uh, Ron is waking up Kogoro, telling him that he has a customer in the office. Uh, Kogoro then learns that the man wants him that just arrived wants him to track down a killer and stop him. The man introduces himself as Yushio Bunzu. I think that's how you say his name. And uh, he's the president. Say it confidently, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> Confidence. Yushio Bunzu. I assume. I don't know. And uh, he's the president of a Tokyo real estate company branch. I can't wait until you say the so, novelist. Uh, this name. guy. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. We will. Uh, five days ago, he mistook a stomach ulcer for cancer. And he hired the guy who had killed, you know, the president of Japan, Fox, <laughs> to kill him. Uh, however, he can't contact Fox to cancel the hit for a month. So he's come to Kogoro for assistance. How so awesome is, a, is this start? This dude yeah. <laughs> like thought he was going to die. So he's just like, screw it. Let's have a top-notch assassin. The man that murdered the president of Japan. He's got the position <laughs> to uh, just take me out of my misery. What a way to go, too. And it feels like such a waste of money. I don't know why you'd go through all that trouble. Would you? Would anybody? I, I would. I think so. You'd get you don't a hitman need money to do when it. you're dead. Well, yeah, but I mean, where all, where's all that money going to go? Why not just give it to somebody? Like, I assume this guy He's giving has it to a the family hitman. of some He believes sort. in labor. Well, he doesn't have a family. We learn this later. Hold on, hold on. We don't know the complete context of the situation here. Like we're that's, assum- that's assuming right there. But, uh, yeah, what a start to an episode. It's such a bizarre uh, setup. does not believe him. It truly is. Uh, How funny so, is it that he thought a stomach ulcer was can like terminal cancer? Yeah, what an idiot! <laughs> Wait, isn't it because like he overheard doctors 
That was yeah. the story. Yeah, eavesdropping. So you overheard and somebody he in another room. Yeah. Overheard someone else's yeah, diagnosis. Yeah, so really, it's the doctor's fault. Really, well, somebody this else is, a, is scared. This is just a Medicare situation uh, problem, you know? He needs a better Medicare, medical care, not better Medicare. God damn. We're living through some wild times, and it's it's breaking my brain. So yeah, It's all reflected through Detective Cannon. It's true. Very ahead of its time. You know, uh, Bernie yeah, Sanders, he's in the show, so. <laughs> well, Bernie was still, he was still preaching the same stuff in 98. Yeah, he was, he was out there. So, Kogoro doesn't believe this guy and uh, says that he's on Candid Camera. What's going on? He's getting punked. Uh, Do you remember very that funny. show, Kyle? Candid, Candid camera? camera? Hell yeah. Is that your favorite? Did you used to watch that? No, I never watched Candid Camera. Oh, come on. It was a fun show. They get I mean, people in ridiculous scenarios and then they have a camera on them. Hijinks. I think I was too much of a baby. What do you when mean? Did, when did Candid Camera air? It aired forever, man. Mm, too much forever of a baby. Is, is an interesting term. Wow. Let me tell you about this. Fuck it. It, re- it aired from 1948 to 2014, my man. Holy shit, that is a long time. 1948? Yeah. What kind of a show like that was airing on 1948? How would you hide those cameras? <laughs> what? I don't know if I can believe that. That sounds like so bushes. strange. Yeah, it's true. Huge cameras. <laughs> like an entire camera crew with these big hulking cameras. Yeah. All right, man. man. All right, whatever. Okay. And on ABC, NBC, CBS, PAX TV, TV Land, everywhere. That's a long time. Poor one out. A legend. Went out in 2014. Yeah, we should do a Candid, Candid Camera rooms. Rewatch podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get through Conan, we'll start Candid Camera. And then Kogoro will be there. We're still alive by then. Yeah, that's debatable. Um. So yeah, Kokoro doesn't believe this guy, and uh, the man please makes it obvious that he isn't lying. And uh, Conan looks outside the office window and notices <gasps> a sniper. Oh my goodness! So he knocks Ushio out of the way, so bullets uh, barely miss, miss him. Kokoro and Ron get down and are safe. And Conan looks out the window after a couple shots have been fired, but the sniper's gone. What have I gotten myself into? Says Kokoro. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Voice acting at its best. Oh, Lord. I don't know what he sounds like in the American dub. Not like now, what he, he sounds like in the Japanese. Spot on, exactly what you said. Oh, yeah, just like that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so during all the craziness, Ushio's wallet fell out and Ron was admiring it and seemingly recognizes uh, the picture he has in it. However, the man picks it up very quickly and says it's nothing. So uh, Kogoro is about to call the police, but Ushio tells him not to as he'll get in trouble for hiring an assassin, even if it was for himself, which I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah, like that's the least of his worries, though. Yeah, Sky, everything seems shady right off the bat about this guy. Oh, yeah, totally. He's clearly lying. Clearly. Did you guys have any theories running into this, like, right off the bat since it seemed so strange? Or I thought he was the the girl that died's father from the straight off, because that's the only thing I could believe with him, like, the picture and his 
wallet and then not wanting people to see it. Mm-hmm. So that, that tipped me off early. What about you, Colleen? Did you have any theories or were you just along no, for not, the ride at this point? Not, not yet. It's only a bit later that I started theorizing, but I was definitely keeping my eye on that wallet. I guess that just shows that men are smarter than women. Huh. We all knew uh, that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, you keep playing into the jokes. It's not helping. <laughs> Did you have any theories, Kyle? Uh, the only thing I could think of was I was just confused as to why they pointed out that there was a single child that died in the uh, whenever the president of Japan was murdered. <laughs> uh, I was like, why would they point out the one? Why would that be such a thing? Because normally in conan when this happens you know they only point out what's obvious and what's necessary so i thought clearly this has to be part of something but i wasn't sure what so i was just sort of you know i wasn't theorizing at this point yeah pretty much every detail that like gets brought up during this episode is important so right so uh ushio begs kogoro to take on the job and promises to even replace the windows that got sniped uh so a boastful Kogoro promises to uh, catch, quote, the infamous fox who even the police can't touch, unquote. So uh, Conan asks how they're going to catch him when they know nothing about him. Uh, Ushio tells them not to worry about that as he set a restriction on Fox, which is not to kill him while he's, uh, or I'm sorry, oh, which is to kill him while he's traversing, which is his favorite hobby. Uh, this is hilarious because Conan immediately is like, well, then why the hell did he just get sniped? Exactly. But, yeah, like something is obviously clearly wrong, but uh, somehow they just go along with it. I don't know what's going on. This is insane. <laughs> like, also going back to the whole requesting. How stupid is Kogoro? Requesting <laughs> like, to get yeah, to get like, assassinated in a specific way. Like you can only do it now. So I don't know. It's a really weird setup, but yeah, I'm, like I'm it's... all for it. Well, you want it to be fun. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to die doing what you what you love? Like, I get the pitch. I understand, like, his logic going into it. But I don't understand how Kogoro and Ron are both there and neither of them question this at all. Like, I understand Kogoro because he's just supposed to be, like, the silly, goofy character. But Ron's supposed to be smart and logical. Conan clearly, like, knows something's wrong, but he's a kid, so he, like, can't say anything. I'm just, I'm very frustrated. (laughs) Like, the beginning of this episode, I was just... What is happening? The president of Japan was murdered, and now all of a sudden there's a sniper. It's just, oh, my, uh, I'm going through it. <laughs> Anyways, the next morning, they all traversed across the uh, Tanbara mountain range, and we see everyone wearing hiking gear. Ron and Conan Can we talk there. about Kogoro's fit? His like, fit? He was, he was really pulling it off, man, His, the look he had. Kogoro, the drip god. For real. What do you think, Colleen? Were you digging Kogoro in this mountain? Yeah, mountain let's get gear? the female perspective. I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, I didn't pay attention to anything. <laughs> Kogoro. <laughs> like, what he was wearing? Like, I noticed the hat he was wearing. Yeah, he had this hot hat. <laughs> yeah. What was he wearing? Kinda like a he kind of looked like he was going like a, fishing. A plaid yeah. shirt. I don't know. Yeah, he had like a vest on. Yeah. Is that what, what we're talking about? Pet- yeah, man, he looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't into that, Colleen? You weren't like, damn, oh, that's God. sexy. He really looks like a fly fisher, though. That was spot on. <laughs> he looks like something, all right. Are there any other characters that you'd like to you'd like to note their appearance? I'm, I was just impressed by Kagura. Just Kogoro? Nothing about Ron, nothing about Conan? 
Nothing what, about what Ushio. What do you think about him? Uh, he looked like a dad for well, sure. Well, I found this whole scene so so funny just because it it went from like this serious tone to the next day they're taking photos on the mountainside. Yeah, they do try to treat this like it's a vacation, which I guess is like uh, because they got to pretend, right? Yeah. Right. Ron explains yeah. it all. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She explains it like a second after. I was like, what? what? Why is this so... Like, why are they all nonchalant about this all of a sudden? The pacing is a little bit strange in this first parter. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's just a uh, zero to a hundred. And then all of a sudden we're just bouncing around left and right. Uh, so anyways, the drip God looking fly. Uh, <laughs> they are there on what's the mountain range called? Tanbara. Tanbara. Is, I assume this is a real mountain. Right? This has to be a real place. And uh, Ron and Conan are there to help look, help Kogoro out, even though... Why? Why are they? You know, just another question on top of multiple ah, other questions. Ah, this is in Ganma. In Ganma? Ganma. The Ganma province? Yeah, it's where that the really bad detective is. Oh, that's Have interesting. Have you met him? Um, I don't the know. only other, like, regional detective that I know of is good, I think. Oh, the guy with curly hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one that I know of. Everyone let see, else. Let me see if we even met him yet. Oh, okay. no. No, he doesn't appear until episode 96. So my bad. We haven't met him yet. Ooh, okay. But soon. Very soon. Yeah. Oh, you're going to okay. love him, so, Kyle. Uh, uh, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> He's my favorite detective. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, right. like police officer. Detective. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I was like, well, what does that make Conan? <laughs> what does that make a uh, every other character? <laughs> um, okay, so where are we at? The gang then fills out paperwork and enters the mountain as they had to uh, fax the number to the mountain climbers and their names ahead of time to uh, get on the mountain cottage uh, where they'll be staying overnight. Have you guys ever done trails, hiking, stuff like this overnight? No. No. What about you, Colleen? Are you a hiker? Yeah, I, I've uh, I've gone hiking before, but never anything overnight. No, never yeah. ever traversing. I didn't even know. Sure. I didn't even realize that it was a separate thing from just hiking. Really? Well, I mean, I didn't know the terminology either. But uh, you know why she didn't know? Because you skipped Conan's <laughs> intro here. What's Conan's because intro? He says. Today's case is about traversing, oh, which means climbing in zigzag lines, if you look it up. <laughs> I skipped oh, it on purpose. So that's what it meant. Thank you, Tyler. <sighs> so yeah, see, if you actually read my beautifully put together notes, Kyle, we wouldn't have this confusion. Uh, I just skipped the stupid part. Because <laughs> Conan's stupid. <laughs> no respect. None at all. Unless you're a hiker. Unless you're a traverser, I guess. I don't know. This is silly. Uh, we got a lot of trails in Missouri. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I don't I don't hike. I'm not cool enough. Um, so, Rod and Conan are looking at the map of the mountain range when they're approached by Harai Kenichi, who is a member of the Toto University Mountaineering Club. Uh, he says that they can rely on his help, and Ron introduces everyone. This part was hilarious. Uh, big mansplaining energy over here. Kokoro almost immediately blows his cover, but introduces himself as Moriyama, 
So uh, Ushio then introduces himself to another hiker named Takanishi Wataru, who gets defensive when asked about what he does for a living. That man then goes off on ahead on his own, and Hirai goes off to call the cottage as he believes the weather might change. Ushio then tells Kogoro that Fox is supposedly left-handed, just like Hirai is. So that's another thing to keep an eye on for the majority of the episode. Uh, another I don't hiker... think this guy was mansplaining, for the record. He's, okay, he's, do you want to dive into this? experienced hiker, and uh-huh. Ron and Kenan are clearly beginners. So he's saying, hey... I'm here to help you out if you need it because they're in the same hiking group. Mm-hmm. You go with a group. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. I was more overdoing a bit, but uh, <laughs> I, I respect your defensiveness over the issue. Well, also, I want to point out how funny it is. This guy's like, you can depend on me. And he immediately does. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly he was wrong. <laughs> Under dubious circumstances, though, you know, like not his fault. He assumed that, you know, there was nothing that dangerous going into this hiking. Traversing was wrong. thing. That's what happens when you assume, Kyle. You make You're an right. ass out of you and me. Oh. <laughs> That's how wars get started. And Conan's a show about peace. Also murder, but mostly peace. Well, here's a, here's our favorite time, Colleen. We get to see how Kyle will pronounce the next character's name. Oh, I've been waiting for this. We'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, another hiker named Nose Shingo then goes up to. (laughs) What did you think I was going to say? I was having you just say nose. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was expecting. I should have, just for the bit. Uh, Another hiker named Nose Shingo then goes up to uh, Kogo Row. And asked if they had met before. <laughs> well, it's like Junko. You know, Junko sounds better than Junko. And Nose sounds cooler than Nose. Does it? Yes. <laughs> it sounds cooler. <laughs> nose Shingo, yeah. <laughs> My boy Nose over there. Nose Nose. Ha 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 ha. Say nose, exactly. Nose, nose. <laughs> God. This show's stupid. Anyways. <laughs> He says that he's a novelist, and uh, Ron recognizes his work as he wrote uh, The Mysterious Beauty Amnesia Case. Why are there so many novelists in this show? There's so many mystery novelists. It's a competitive field. Is it? Yeah. I haven't seen an Agatha Christie-type novel, at least a big one, in quite a while. It's because they're all Japanese. It's a a genre of fiction. It's It's just providing to a niche. That's true, I suppose. Is Knives Out good? I haven't seen that movie. It's okay. Let's all let's all go watch Knives Out together. Oh yeah, I let's saw that. that yeah. I, I saw that movie. It's fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Conan, Detective Conan fans uh, invited. Let's go watch Knives Out. You can all come over to Missouri where I live. We can go find. It's not in theaters anymore. Shit. Never mind. Scratch that. Just watch it's it. A Joker. That's not in theaters either. In my heart, it is. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, so Conan also read this book that this guy wrote, uh, but wasn't as impressed as it was uh, about a killer that lost her memory and that the trick was too simple. This is all a reference to episode 24 of the anime. Did a you couple... remember that, Kyle? No. So you got to explain this to me. What are we talking about here? 
How do you not remember? Okay, we literally recapped an episode that was called The Mysterious Beauty Amnesia Case. You don't remember this at all? I don't remember the episode titles. Definitely not. You don't remember the case about a mysterious beauty that had amnesia. Walk me through the episode. (laughs) All right. So Kogoro meets this hot chick Uh and she has amnesia and it turns out that she was an assassin. Do you not remember this? Oh, does it end on a rooftop? Yeah. 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 Okay. I know this episode. See, I just got to be reminded. There's a lot of Conan out there. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, but you've only seen like so 92 a... episodes of Conan. He hasn't oh even God. seen that. Do not attack me on this. <laughs> He's seen like 70. That's true. Yeah, I haven't seen like 20 episodes plus I the tried, movie. I tried, Kyle. I tried to help you there. I sent you a list last week for, to catch up on, but I'm sure you watched zero of it. Absolutely. You're correct. <laughs> but hey, what's it matter? I watched You're the, the episodes now. we're supposed to watch. That's true. Yeah, all the power is mine. I, you gave me this ability. Well, just you have a deadline, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I watched like the two episodes for this episode, like I don't know, a couple hours ago. So all right. So I guess you need you, when we go to record some content in the future, you will need to watch twenty episodes all at once, right before. Probably. <laughs> That's probably how it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to like pretend i'm sick from work just a marathon <laughs> oh god now that's it now that's out there i'm gonna get fired for it okay back to the episode uh then a couple arrives a woman named saigusa kiyoko kiyoko and a man named kawabi akira that was pretty good conan points out that they don't know fox's gender yet so it could be either one you yeah, really good, yourself nailed it yeah, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, pretty excited with myself. <laughs> Colleen, what did you think of the callback to episode 24? I, was, I thought it was good. Um, it was interesting that they made it a, made it seem like a character within the show sort of wrote that story. It's, it had like a really trippy thing going on there. Wait, yeah, is that what they're implying? I mean, kind of, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. Did you both pick up on it immediately, by yeah. the way? Yeah. God. And then the. <laughs> I really no, am an idiot, aren't no I? <laughs> he also has a headband on, just like the uh, the girl from that episode, the assassin. Is this like a memorable episode? I don't understand. <laughs> it's not that memorable, but like, we're not that far in canon, man. We're only on 92 episodes. You could reference almost anything, and I would struggle to remember. Unless it's like a an important. You didn't remember thing, like, like a, Kogoro going in to the hospital. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, life. you could reference almost anything, and I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Unless it's like Moonlight Sonata, or the next two parter after that on the boat, or uh, the two parter where they're in the snow cabin. I remember that hey, one. Hey Kyle, remember the uh, Dracula episode? Yeah, that one was cool. Okay. Nah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any of us liked it, right? Eh, it was average. Liked is a strong word. Yeah, it was fine. It was acceptable. I just, I wanted more from it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, they then embark on the traversing. I don't know, I hate calling it that. <laughs> and uh, Conan remarks that Fox is likely either hiding in the mountains, waiting for them, or disguising himself as a hiker, one of the people around them. So, it's likely he's one of the five climbers. 
The rope that Ushio is using snaps, but everyone is able to grab him before he falls off the cliff face. And Ushio immediately accuses Harai, who is leading everyone, of making the rope snap on purpose. But Conan says it's just worn out from old age. So then Conan remarks that everyone looks suspicious at the moment that Takanishi keeps glaring at Ushio. Ron wonders why an experienced climber would be with them. And uh, Nose then asks them what they're up to, but laughs it off as just people watching. So I feel like this is the part of the episode where they're trying to set it up as it could have been anybody. And uh, what did you guys think? Did you guys think that they were clearly trying to point you in any direction? Or was there anyone in particular that was getting your eye? I mean, Ushio was always the most like suspicious. He was always acting strange during this whole thing. Mm. And he's always on edge and like ready to flip out. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, especially what they do later with this character to sort of explain it all. Yeah, for sure. And then in terms of the other characters, uh, they were really pushing for Takanashi, but it was almost like too in your face, too forced. So I wasn't buying right. it. Yeah, me neither. The, the red herring was too clear. They then get to the last resting stop before the cottage without any other issues. So Ron catches Conan staring at her, and he says that he just seems that she just seems so healthy. Uh, she says that karate is keeping her fit and asks playfully if Conan wants to test her, test her foot strength. Conan then asks where the co- college student went, and uh, Ushio says he might have run away since his identity has been revealed. The couple overhears this and then walks off in a hurry, very suspiciously, and uh, Conan says they must be hiding something. Huh. What did you guys think of uh, the joke? of uh the high comedy in this episode high comedy high the best comedy. jokes of the episode i didn't appreciate the foot illusion there uh didn't like it no i didn't get that so, part what do you mean it sounded like they were doing a foot joke is it just what me mean? what's a foot joke like a, a footsie joke thing test her no, foot strength she- She's threatening to kick him, like Joe. No, I understand that's the logical thing there, but it's like a, a euphemism. Is it? I read it that way. Maybe I that's just, just a pervert. Yeah. For me, it just I seemed am, too but... flirty for her to be doing that with a little boy. Also true. I'm not saying that that's what Ron was euphemizing. I'm saying this is what the writers of the show were doing because they're all disgusting. If you say so. I mean, you can't fight me on this. I'm the host, so... The power's really going to your head. Yeah, it's already there. I am a god. We then see Harai admiring a view when a person with a knife steadily approaches him. Everyone hears a scream and runs over to find Takanashi standing on the cliff with Harai below him dead. Ushio immediately accuses Takanashi as the culprit, saying he pushed him. Koguro and Konin climb down to notice that he died instantly, while Konin spots a knife on the ground with blood on it. Koguro wonders if it was Fox and they find a scratch on Harai's cheek matching the blood from the knife. So judging by the angle, he must have fallen off the cliff trying to dodge the knife. Nose and the couple reappear, saying that the uh, commotion brought them back. The couple goes to leave, but Koguro tells them that they're all getting to the cottage and staying until the police arrive, as only the killer would leave the scene of the crime. Nose asks Moriyama what he does for a living, as he's familiar with the police procedure, but he says he's just a salaryman at Ron's behest. Imagine Koguro being a salary man. How funny is that? He'd get fired immediately. 
I Unless know. he was a manager, then he'd just be problematic. We stand. Just come to work drunk babe. every day. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he'd really be an issue, wouldn't he? Not if he's the <laughs> boss. <laughs> well, he'd be a problem for everyone else, oh. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, he'd be a cool boss. I don't know about that. I don't think Kogoro would protect his employees. We gotta unionize. I, I think he would. I'm anti-union. Why? Because I trust Kogoro. That's it? Yep. He seems very self-serving. Outside of, like, no. his family. Never. Never? <laughs> never. Yeah, you're right. He would never break his break his ethics like that. Thank you. Never take anyone else's credit. <laughs> yep. Never. <laughs> Every single <Exactly>. episode. <laughs> Uh, so it then begins to pour down rain so everyone runs ahead to the cottage when uh, they get there they all scream at the sight of the unkempt caretaker Iwata Juukichi I hope that's right jeez what a name <laughs> the old man invites them in and Kogoro goes to report the murder but there's no dial tone uh, Juukichi explains that the lightning must have disconnected it and that it happens all the time Yushia says that it's too dangerous to scale the mountain at night and there's no other cottages nearby so everyone is completely isolated. Kogoro then explains the situation to the caretaker, who says that it, uh, making it to, making it look like an accident is a dishonor to the mountain. What a cool thing to say. Naturalistic Jukuichi. Man, can we talk how unfazed the caretaker is when like he realizes that somebody's a murderer here? He's just like, eh, whatever. That is true. That is very true. It's a little bit suspicious, don't you think? Nah, he's he's an old man. And what that kind of do? stuff happens all the time. You're saying he's do? seen too much shit. Yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> he's like, come at me. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. But you don't dishonor my mountain. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> so, uh, Nose says that the murderer is among them, and it might be Ushio, as it's always quote someone that looks suspicious. Yet looks innocent. Unquote. What does that mean? <laughs> Somebody that's suspicious yet looks innocent. Come on. Someone who looks suspicious. Yeah. But who also looks innocent. Yeah. That's it's like Colleen. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Don't you get that vibe from her? That she's a bit suspicious, but she's ultimately innocent. She's sus and innocent. Wait. So yeah. are we saying that like you're you're suspicious, but at the end of the day, you're innocent? Well, no, because he's saying that Ushio is guilty. Right. No, so you have to look yeah. both I'm of so them. Confused. You have to look like both of those states yeah, at the same time. So you yeah. look like you can murder somebody, but you also look like you are not the murderer. Yeah, that's what I see whenever I hear Colleen talking. That's the vibe I get. You know what? Colleen could be a murderer. I do get that vibe. But she could also be innocent, so she's probably guilty. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Or just a caretaker well, of a mountain. If there's... Don't disrespect it. Also suspicious, though. Also yeah, suspicious. Yeah, that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> also, there's an innocence to that, to defending the mountain's honor. So, What's cooler? Looking suspicious or looking innocent? Is that your question? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, what's cooler? Looking suspicious, right? Looking innocent. Why? 
Why not? <laughs> Deep, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Whoa. <laughs> so, Ushio calls it rubbish and uh, demands food. What a jerk. Everyone gets rice and curry, and Conan picks up an odd feeling, uh, an odd feeling while eating. Ron looks at Takanishi and wonders what is wrong with him. And Ushio says it's probably a guilty conscience. Ooh. He then gets up and drops a knife on the ground, which freaks everybody up, which he uh, then quickly grabs. He says that it's just a mountain climbing knife and everyone calms down uh, very easily calmed down. I don't know, though. Like, did you guys buy that? I feel like yeah, both yes and no. Like the context of the situation, like I get why it's so scary. But why would he freak out immediately? Do you know what I mean? When he dropped it, he freaked out as if well, like he doesn't want them. To he got out. outed. And then everyone's like, ah. It was yeah. so weird that he like pointed so it at everybody. he's suspicious and innocent. And then he's like, oh, never mind. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> and then that girl screaming at the top of her lungs, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. What an episode. Oh, okay. Then Nose recalls that Moriyama is actually the famous detective Mori Kogoro. He asks about the alias and Kogoro plays dumb and puts on the radio. The news then says that 60-year-old Tanaka Iwayo from Tanbara Village was killed and that the killer may have escaped into the mountains. Dun, dun, more, dun. more suspicious activity. Whoa. So this was a pretty big revelation. Uh, but nobody does anything. <laughs> nobody says shit. Uh, everyone just keeps on sleeping, snoozing, except for Conan, who can't fall asleep due to Kogoro's snoring. He then notices a figure above him with a knife who tosses it into Kogoro's futon and leaves through the door. Conan notices that Takanashi isn't there once he turns on the lights and runs outside to catch them. Kogoro and Ushio run after him and we hear Takanashi screaming out, quote, save me, unquote. Uh, they find him alive, but in a panic nearby a cave. He keeps saying that the, uh, the ceiling is falling. He's freaking out. The walls are moving in. I'm scared. So he hugs on to Conan who explains that he must have claustrophobia. What a pussy. Oh, God. <laughs> I was about to ask if either of you had claustrophobia, but uh, uh, I assume... Colleen, do you have claustrophobia? Fortunately not. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever had that feeling, though? Where, like, because uh, I've had, like, when I'm, like, wrestling with my older brother or whatever when I'm a kid, and he would, like, hold on to me too tight, and I'd start to panic. Did you guys ever get that feeling? What, do you mean, like, getting choked? No. <laughs> oh. Where it's just like you're trying to get out of a place or whatever, or it's just a very tightly controlled situation. Like if you're... I got choked out before. Have you really? Yeah. Hold I on, haven't. okay. First off, explain this. <laughs> <laughs> a guy, like, put me in a chokehold. Were you in a fight? No, it wasn't even a fight. We were just fucking around, you know? Yeah. And we were at, we were at a damn, like nerd games uh like a like a board game store you know where they play like warhammer oh and shit yeah and my buddy's older brother he's like he's a big dude he's like probably 350 pounds and he's very very tall but he like put me in a headlock as a joke and i was like haha that's funny and then suddenly uh, i like woke up on the floor oh and I was, like, starting back up and I'm, like, I'm cool i'm cool i'm cool holy shit i'm like what's up guys and i'm cool <laughs> he's, he's like, straight oh, up shit. choked you out yeah he didn't mean to 
but he's like, oh, he's like, oh, how do you do that accidentally? How the fuck do you accidentally? Yeah, what the fuck? There's a difference between a headlock and getting choked. I want to be very clear that you like know when you're choking someone. (laughs) It was really quick because I was laughing at first, and then I was just unconscious, (laughs) just like that. Yeah. Oh my! But then God. I, I mean, as soon as I hit the floor, I was right back out. This like, is an up, example of someone oh looking suspicious and innocent at the same time. He's like, "Oh, I didn't even know I was doing wow. it." We're really learning. Yeah, that's true. We're learning. Holy shit! <laughs> Good God! So everything was fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I lost as long as you're fine. Good God! Damn. There's a little bit of a drag there, but it just uh, went by silently. <laughs> I was waiting for a laugh, but it just didn't come. Kind of rude. Oh, yeah, that's that's the kind of guy I am. Uh, <laughs> I assume, Colleen, you've never been in a situation like that. I've never Definitely been in a situation not like, like that. that. Well, hey, we don't know. We don't know if Colleen's been choked out before. We're not. I'm well, not she's the murderer. Shame, I'm so the she would choker, be the one choking not the chokey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> go on no i don't even have an example yeah. of that like my story was gonna be about how i tried to like get one of my cat's toys from out under the sofa and i couldn't really get out so then i felt like <laughs> i was in a really tight space <laughs> not even it but was just like oh this is uncomfortable but i finally wiggled my way out so just vaguely like a annoyed. vaguely it's annoyed. A very, well, good term. Okay. I wish I could just be that way whenever I'm having any extreme emotion. Yes, I don't mean to downplay claustrophobia. Oh, like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not like Tyler. <laughs> so, uh, Colleen, do you have any other stories where you're mildly inconvenienced? Um, all the time, really. You know, people writing emails to people that I'm. I was supposed to write an email to. Being forced to do a podcast about some anime. Yeah, but I put myself in that (laughs) wild inconvenience. So I have no one to blame but myself. It is. Oh, so it's your fault. (laughs) I'm glad we're all on the same page. So back to this anime, uh, our mild inconvenience. While walking back, Takanashi explains that a land shark once locked him up after he was reluctant about selling a plot of land. Ever since, he's been afraid of real estate agents and developed claustrophobia. Conan has no leads and can't figure out which one of the four is the killer. As they approach the cabin, however, they hear Vaughn scream and rush back as the episode ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, so, what did you guys think of this first parter? A lot happened. Jeez. Um... It was an action-packed beginning. Uh, I really like Kegger's outfit that, that he's wearing. That I didn't wearing. notice. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's all iced <laughs> out, looking great. And then uh, we had a lot of suspicious characters. Ushio was acting weird. Uh, we had the claustrophobic guy who, like, you kind of don't suspect him after. You see him being such a baby. Um <laughs> Well, he hugged on the Conan. You're like, that, that guy's not killing anybody. That's true. Um, I liked how uh, Kogoro was like, be careful. I like how like he gets little hints of like how he does yeah. care about his family. Like whenever yeah. the sniper was shooting through the window, he like grabbed Ron yeah. and 
went down. And how he was cool about... Those little touches I mean, were nice. Oh, yeah. We saw the president <laughs> of Japan die. Yeah, it was intense. Wow. Can't believe that, was, that wasn't a bigger deal. But uh, I mean, that was yeah. six months ago. It so. is what it is. Old news. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a new president now, so it's fine. <laughs> Colleen, what did really you think of this the first plot half? Line. I probably could have watched a feature-length film with this plot. And it probably would have benefited from oh, wow. it, too, because I feel yeah. like some of the points were rushed. So if it had time to like develop a little bit more at the beginning, I sure. think it would have been really cool. Yeah, we could have seen multiple outfits right. from Kagura instead of just this one. Multiple outfits. <laughs> Every day, a new Kagura. Well, as it were, we we were quite lucky to see him in some mountaineering gear, not the suit that we usually see him in. So that was a real treat that I didn't notice very well. But, um, Just traversing gear, hot, so hot, oh, hot stuff. Um, <laughs> that was interesting <laughs> that they played as though Conan was the little brother. Because I feel like they don't do that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting point. Yeah, I That's didn't right, think about that. What else do yeah, they do never really think do that, that Conan is to and that is sort of their family. Kogoro and Ron, just some... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just some kid hanging then, out um, with another the family. The part that already got me <laughs> yeah, like, very good. solidified very as good to point. I knew who it was was uh, actually not even mentioned in either this or the next part. So, um, like I knew who it was because of the left-handed thing. Interesting. Okay, I can tell. I'll say it later. Oh, okay. All right, I'll be interested to hear. Did it happen already? It did happen. It happened. Oh, oh when okay. They were what was dinner. it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you know when the caretaker was getting dinner ready, he was taking out the curry packets from the pot, and he was using mm-hmm. his left hand. I was like, okay, oh. that's the guy. Wow, I would not have ever caught that. Yeah, that's a very small detail. Yeah. See, that's that's what makes Colleen suspicious. She notices stuff like that. <laughs> right. Because I, I have her. done stuff like that myself. <laughs> I've also used my dominant people. hand to take out things from other things. <laughs> I've also used my dominant hand. Oh, Lord. Uh, so the next Conan's hint is uh, Mountain Cottage Record Book. Do you know who says the little quotes here? I don't know who says what. No clue. The next episode is full of surprises. Lightning strikes and boulders roll down. A fox goes yip. Nani? <laughs> that was a good one. I appreciate your assistance. I hope the Nani was Meguri. I think it was canon. So who says a fox goes yip? I don't know. It's a random voice. It's the fox. Canon said the first and then Nani. Oh, okay. Uh, next episode is episode 93, The Fearful Traversing. You know what? I what? feel mad here. We don't see a fox go yet. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. We do. Because the guy's name is Fox. Okay. I didn't get the joke the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. There are no foxes in this episode. You call me a dumbass. Wow. Yeah, sir. All right. We're Just both make, sure, make sure you read the Conan's little intro here. Oh, yeah, that, or else Colleen's going to be time? totally confused. <laughs> yeah <see? laughs> okay uh let's see here so the next episode is episode 93 the fearful the fearful traversing murder case part two 
air date March 2nd, 1998. First episode of uh, March. Uh, Today's stage is still on the mountain peak. The refreshing air will clear the mystery. Yeah. Thank you, Cannon. I got you. So the episode starts with everyone running back to the cottage to find Ron, who is thankfully okay. Uh, How hilarious would it have been if uh, Ron just straight up died right then and there? I don't think that'd be funny at all. I think I, I a, care about Ron. That'd be the very end of sad. the show. Yeah, it would have been a good, good ending. I think so. In fact, they could have ended uh, the show by just killing all of them right then and there. That's how. It, that's how it goes. Yeah, the fox kills them all. Yeah, I mean, he killed the president. <laughs> Surely, he's a dangerous individual. But thankfully, he doesn't get Ron. However, the female member of the couple, Saigusa Kiyoko is the one who ends up getting murdered. She has a knife sticking out of her back, and Kogura says that it must be Fox's second murder. And Conan points out that she was stabbed from the top left diagonally. That means the killer was left-handed. Ron says she wasn't sure if she was alone, as they all decided to split up to search for Kogoro, Ushio, Conan, and Takanishi. Conan then spots Nose using his left hand to light a cigarette, which he finds odd since he was certain that Nose was right-handed. Kogoro then comes clean to find uh, to everyone and says that the killer named Fox is among them. With two people dead, he can't hide the truth anymore. However, Conan says they can't assume it was the same killer. What did you guys think about this, by the way? Did you guys think that, at least before Conan says this, that there were two people, two murderers? Or uh, were you guys thinking that Fox just was murdering left and right? Because I wasn't sure what to think. It didn't really fit a professional killer's... Uh modus operandi um to be just killing indiscriminately like yeah. that so i thought somebody was pretending to be false see that's that's what i had originally thought when uh, the first guy died what was his name takanishi that's not him no hirai hirai yeah when hirai died i was very confused because i assumed the only person who's probably going to get murdered is ushio so which of course you know we figure out later why that whole situation is how it is but Kogoro then reveals his true identity and says he knows Fox's identity. He says Fox is left-handed, and only one among them is left-handed. Nose says that Hirai was left-handed, but now he's dead. So Kogoro praises his observation, and Nose says that curiosity and observation are necessary for being a novelist. Kogoro then says, uh, is your left-handed true? Are you not going to do the voice? Remember when you did that beautiful Kogoro? You want me to do Kogoro? Yeah. How would I? Okay. Then is your left-handed trait, which you know is so bad. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it in long spurts like that. I can only okay. do his little laugh. I'll try. Then is your left-handed trait, which you tried to hide, also one of your more uh, one of also one of your important skills for the trade. Kogoro says. And uh, then the laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Kogoro then says, uh, Nose is ambidextrous and is actually Fox, the murderer, dun, dun, dun. the one who killed the president. So Nose just laughs off the accusation. He says that Mori would make a better writer than a detective, which would probably how true that is. <laughs> he then alleges that Nose's stories are from personal experience. Ushio grabs Nose and pushes away Kogoro, saying that he has personal business with him. I really hope that after this anime ends and they're like, where are these characters now? That ends up that Kogoro became a novelist and writes stories based on all of the cases that he's Ooh. solved. 
that sounds like such a good end. Like the still frame, you see Kogro like as an old man. Exactly. I don't Does know. Does he get we'll back with it. his wife? Are they a happy uh, couple? In my ending, yes. Oh, I hope so. They they deserve love and happiness. Yeah, I would like to see them back together. In my ending, I become Aries' hot boy toy. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, in my ending, um, third impact happens, and uh, they all turn into LCL. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> Conan realizes the situation is out of hand and says he has to stop it, but then notices a yarn strand on Kyoko's dead hand. He asks if the murder was really done by Fox, as she could have been stabbed from the front. Ron reenacts the killing method by clutching Conan tightly to her chest, and then his face gets very red and blemishing. Or, not blemishing, that's not even a word. He gets flustered, that's what I'm trying to say, from being pushed against her bosom. That's in the notes, babe. That's in the notes. Tyler wrote out bosom. (laughs) Well, yeah, what an interesting phrasing. I I was oh I was so excited watching this scene by the way knowing that I would be reading Tyler's notes about it. Why? Cuz I was just so excited to see your interpretation of the events. And uh and yeah, you did a good job, buddy. I feel like you're mocking me. I'm just giving you a round of applause. I'm I'm proud of you and I was really excited and uh, it paid off in the end. Okay, well, what should I write? That he was pushed against her jumbo yum yums. Like... <laughs> I I thought you might go there, <laughs> jumbo yum yums. <laughs> oh god. You you mean uh, you always think that Tyler's gonna put in something like that for you to read, and you're gonna get caught off guard? Yeah, I thought we were uh, doing a little thing here. Where's the jumbo yum yums? Okay. Um, yeah, Colleen, where are the jumbo yum No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Back to the episode. <laughs> the only person that could have hugged her like that and then killed her is her boyfriend, who is wearing the same colored clothing as the yarn in her hand. Once they all figure it out, they realize that Kawabe has fled. Conan doesn't believe Kawabe is Fox and then looks into Yoko's backpack. It's filled with 10,000 yen bills that are covered in blood. So Takanishi then points out that Yushio has fled outside and is likely chasing after Kawabe. Nose also says the caretaker is no longer there, and Ron fears that Kawabe has taken him hostage. Shit really picked up here. Yeah, it uh, took a turn, and now we're we're racing. We're off to the races, yeah, as I, they say. One thing I liked about this episode was that you don't get the traditional, like, Conan... Uh, you know, makes Kogro fall asleep and then yes. does his deduction show. Yes. We don't we don't get any of that. There's a lot more action. I thought this was a fun way to break out of the two part mold. Yeah. I agree one hundred percent. And well uh, Oh god. I was gonna say something and now I forget. Oh god, I'm losing it now. <laughs> I thought I had good momentum going into this one, but I'm losing it. Kogoro tells Nose and Takanashi to stay behind at the cottage, and the rust run down a different trail as he's likely kidnapped the caretaker to guide him. So we see Kawabe dragging along the caretaker at knife point when a giant landslide suddenly occurs. What did you guys think of this? 
I thought maybe this was like triggered by Fox. I thought maybe he was like oh, causing yeah. mayhem. Yeah, like uh, throwing some dynamite and making a mudslide or something. Yeah. That would have been really cool. I, I'm sad that's not what actually happens. No, I was at the opposite end. I was just like, this is so random. And like, what are the odds that there's a landslide mm-hmm. at this exact right. moment? Yeah, but I mean, action-packed. Conan never gets like this crazy, I feel. We're never dealing with, or at least in just a normal episode. We're not seeing Yeah, in the uh, episodes. This is yeah, like we're not more like a movie. That's what I'm saying. I would watch a movie of this. Sure, yeah. It feels action-packed enough that it could be. Uh, Kawabe asks for help, and Conan, Ron, and Kogoro drag a fallen tree to where he is. Kawabe then climbs up to it and gets away from the landslide, but the caretaker is nowhere to be seen. And Kawabe says that the old man pushed him aside and ran away. Kogoro says that hopefully they're back at the cottage and they head back. So once back at the cottage, Kogoro ties up Kawabe and boasts about capturing Fox. Conan can't believe that he had given the police so much trouble and believes Fox is still out there. Kogoro again asks where Yushio is and Kawabe denies being the killer and Fox. Conan then looks through Kawabe's bag and uh, it has the same amount of money and blood in it as Kyoko's did. So I have a question for you, Kyle. Yeah. So what does the fox say? <laughs> um, it's in Japanese, so I can't say it. Ring, ding, 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 dinger, ding, ring, ding, 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 ding. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> and he, this and he did in. it just as lively <laughs> as you just did it. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say yip because that's what Conan said in the beginning. No, there's that song. Do you not remember? No, I know the song. Oh, what yeah, does yeah. the fox say? Yes, unfortunately. What does the fox say when he's captured? Ring ding 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 ding. Please don't. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. No, no, no. And then there's a big bang. Joff, takoff, takofo, takofo, takoff. I don't. Are you looking up the lyrics? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, God. How did this get so big? Chaka 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 chow, chaka 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 chow, chaka 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 chow. What does the fox say? Raka kaka 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 cow, raka kaka kaka cow. The whole premise of the joke doesn't even like make that much sense. We know what foxes say, you know. He he ha he, he he ha he, he ha he he. What does the fox say? Oh, I like your version. This is just the official version. Yeah, but I like it when you say it. You're bringing the song back, Tyler. All right. No, keep going. That's it. That's, That's the whole it? song. Nope. Damn. That's what the fox says. Short and sweet. Oh, God. They then listened to the radio and learned that there was a dispute among gang members as the late Tanaka was a gang leader. The suspects are a man and woman who threatened him to open a safe and then stole 100 million yen in cash. Nose puts it together and says that the couple were the ones that killed Tanaka, and that explains why they were nervous about. Uh, and that explains why they were nervous earlier. Kawabe then admits to killing Kyoko and says that he did it because he thought a detective was following them around. He's also the person that tried to kill Kogoro. Last... <laughs> He's also the person that tried to kill Kogoro last night. We then see a flashback that shows that she wanted to confess and was willing to go to the police. Kawabe then lies, promising to run away before stabbing her in the back and killing her. Yeah, this dude is pretty cool. Is he? <laughs> He's pretty cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, I would say he's a villain and a murderer. But, you know, those things well, can be I cool mean, you know what under they the say. right circumstances. He's a little bit suspicious, a little bit innocent. <laughs> he's, he's not innocent at all. <laughs> Just suspicious. He did it. He's guilty. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you look at it. What is he innocent of? You know? Of being in love. Love <laughs> makes you do crazy things, you know? No! It's not even the case. It is. He was in a relationship with that chick. Yeah, but not enough, not in love enough to, like, you know, not murder her. <laughs> he didn't do I don't anything. Know. Are you saying love. that, are you, are you saying that Chris Benoit didn't love his What? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's uh, let's not. He's innocent of being a good guy. That's true. <laughs> That's definitely true. He's a villain. Um, so Kawambe says he has nothing to do with the murder of the college. Wait, wait, wait. it sounded like you were calling him Harambe there. You're like Kawambe. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that would have been a badass name. Kawabe says he has. Kawabe says he has nothing to do with the murder of the college student or Fox. Conan then asks if the cottage has a fax machine and they can use its separate phone line to call the police. However, it doesn't work and Conan discovers that they were both cut rather than being out due to the storm. Conan remembers that Harai knew the caretaker and checks the cottage's logbook. His name shows several times and Conan believes that is why he was killed. (gasps) What a twist. Yeah, I never put together that the caretaker was Fox until right now. So I was definitely late. Yeah, I, I oh, caught on to that Mark later. Colleen called it first episode. Very suspicious. It's like she knows how to kill somebody. And yet, kind of innocent. <laughs> That's me. Oh, God. That's me. <laughs> uh, so, Kogoro proposes oh, splitting up in order to well, find Well, how do you Ushio. answer that? Um, I mean, you're right. It is you. <laughs> uh, so Kogoro proposes splitting up in order to find Ushio and contact the police, but Nose says he'll stay behind to keep an eye on Kawabe as he doesn't want him to get sunburned. <laughs> what a thing to say. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I was suspicious of him here, and I was like, man, he has to be doing something here. But no, the dude really just didn't want to get sunburned. Respect. Respect. Yeah, he's thinking about him. That's a dangerous time. We didn't even know about... You know, skin cancer did that degree back then, I don't think. He's just looking out. Thoughtful king. Silent killer. Silent killer. I just thought that he didn't want to run around the mountaintop. Oh, that's probably true. I prefer the thoughtful king approach. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, all men are kings. All men are kings. Oh, God. You didn't say thoughtful, though. Yeah, not, not all men are thoughtful. No. Like, some men see some jumbo yum-yums and all thought goes out. (laughs) They get all red and flustered. Yeah, they're like that cartoon wolf. What? Eyes start popping out. Do you... The the cartoon where the cartoon wolf is like... Oh, oh, like the old, old cartoon? Yeah, he's getting. I thought you were doing a like furry reference singer. or something, and I was just. And like, he's like Aruga, Aruga, and his heart's beating out of his chest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have all seen it. We're all animation, animation fans here. Um, that's why we're doing a Conan podcast about wolves. 
Uh, and foxes. And foxes. <laughs> what Good, does uh, the wolf say? Or not the wolf, fuck. The fox. <laughs> well, the, the wolf says, Aruga. <laughs> Aruga. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so Kokoro tells him to stop being a sissy and that you should expect expect a sunburn if you're going hiking. Conan then remembers that the caretaker wasn't tanned at all and that it must have been Fox in Disguise. Ooh. He explains this to Kogoro and they all put it together that he must have murdered Harai earlier. Finally, at last. They then hear a gunshot and run outside. Since Fox is a professional killer, Conan believes that he has an escape route already planned, so he must be at the closest trail to the mountain. He spots a wallet and it's Ushio's. In it, he finds a picture of his daughter who went to Takaki Preschool. Conan finally puts it together that his daughter must have died in the school bus accident that Fox originally caused a year and a half ago, or half a year ago, excuse me. So, this is when it all comes back together. Uh, somehow, the president being murdered, chain reaction, <laughs> butterfly effect leads to this. Who could have seen it coming? But uh, what did you guys think of this this whole part of the uh, episode? I assume, Colleen, you already saw this coming at this point. Uh, you're so smart. No, not necessarily. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Got you. No, I was uh, I was waiting for the wallet, the picture thing to come back. So I was very um, satisfied with this. But uh, I didn't necessarily know that he was her father. Like that was kind of a newer element. I was really focusing on the, the caretaker being Fox. And I just found it weird. Like if he was going to the trouble of um, disguising himself, he could have. He might as well have put like a tan on his disguise. I don't know why he didn't bother, but anyway. Well, he just didn't think about it. Not yeah. a professional. Not a professional. <laughs> yeah. Killing the president, that's one thing. But, you know, getting a tan, that's something else entirely. It's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> you can't expect that sort of work. You got you to gotta pay Well, maybe he was just hesitant about skin cancer. Ah, oh, good point. What if he's also a thoughtful king? Can you get skin cancer from a spray tan? Well, not spray tanning, but they have tanning booths, you know. Just get a spray tan. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, when did the spray tan happen, though? Oh, that must have been going on at this time. Wasn't that, like, yeah, really popular in the 80s? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right, you're right. So we then see Ushio standing over Fox, uh, quote, I bet you didn't expect to be attacked by someone who wanted to die, did you? <laughs> Unquote. So, uh, he does say that. He does that laugh, yes. too. Yes, he does. Uh, a true villain. So he's holding a gun, pointing it at Fox. Conan finds them and explains that this is revenge for his dead daughter. Fox doesn't remember the incident, and Ushio Yeah, I love him. how, like, like, Ushio, like, all of he's thought about is getting revenge. <laughs> the fox is like, yeah, I don't even know your daughter, man. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, that must have been a... Uh, how many How many people have died at the hands of Fox? Ooh, interesting. Ooh, interesting. And indirectly, too. A true murderer. A true sociopath. A true villain. Truly. Detective Conan has never seen a villain more villainous. I cannot think of any more synonyms. And not thoughtful. Well, he killed the president. Who else has killed the president? You know? He's the bad guy of the show, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. 
I mean, what the fuck have the black organization done so far? They have not killed the president. Exactly. Fox, he's the real villain of this two-season-long arc. He's the real bad guy. They fed... I'll tell you what the black organization did. They fed a shrinking pill to Shinichi Kudo, and now he's a little boy. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, Yeah, it's like they pranked him. (laughs) It's like they pranked him. That's as far as... Conan was on candid camera. That's, <laughs> That's what the show is, and uh, the end of the the finale of the of the show, he'll finally realize he's been recorded the whole time. <laughs> what a goof! It's like that Jim Carrey film, Truman Jim Show. Film. Oh, Truman Show. <laughs> you, oh, you mean Sonic? I <laughs> yeah, I thought we were doing a Sonic thing. <laughs> oh God, my brain's broken. So uh, Ushio reveals that he had a co-worker shoot into Mori's office to convince the detective to take the case, and it was his plan originally to kill Fox. That seems like overkill, doesn't it? I don't feel like he had to shoot live ammunition at him. Really, honestly, I feel like, you know, all you needed to do was to get Kogoro, Conan, and Ron to go on a hiking trip, and all of this would have happened serendipitously. You didn't need to include them. They would have been in on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, like they usually are. They just sort of stumble yeah, into Yeah, they just things. stumble into it. Yeah. Even more to the point, why did he want Kogoro there? He wanted to kill Fox. He already knew that Fox was going to be there. Why? What's the point of having all of this? Because he needed somebody like Kogoro to figure out who Fox is. But he wasn't there whenever they made the connection, was like he? He didn't wind up needing it here. Was he there when they made No, but they show how he figured it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It barely passes the smell test, but okay. Also, him getting his co-worker to feign being the assassin, I feel like he yeah, severely shit. overestimated Kogoro's sort of ability to believe him, because Kogoro was already in on it. What kind of a co-worker it. is that? I know, right? What? I want to know more about this co-worker. That's a good friend. <laughs> you hand him a sniper rifle. It's like, dude, listen, you got to shoot through this window when I'm in this room. Don't kill anybody, but act like you want to. And then leave. Yeah, what if he was a terrible shot and actually got somebody? Yeah, what if that's just how the show ended? Conan gets sniped. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just saying. Conan's going to get shot one of these days. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Exciting. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait to see this character go through some pain and trauma. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so uh, back to the episode. Um, Ushio was following Kawabe when there was a mudslide, and the caretaker pushed him off the cliff and ran off. That's when Ushio realized he was actually Fox. So, okay, what I was asking earlier, he figured it out on his own, like you were saying, Tyler. Ushio goes to shoot Fox again, but the assassin is able to pick up the knife on the ground and throw it into Ushio's shoulder. His bullet misses, and Ushio pulls out the knife, saying that, quote, this is nothing compared to the pain that Chisato felt, unquote. Man, what a line. What a doting father. It's daughter dud, man. Yeah, dude. This is real. He tells Fox to give it up, and he's going to kill and torture him. Jeez Louise. Give it up. You sound like he's trying to rape him. (laughs) Give it up, Fox. (laughs) <laughs> it's not where my mind was going at all. 
Conan screams at Ushio to stop and shows him a picture yeah, of his daughter. Yeah, don't rape him. Don't rape him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> stop. Oh, my God. Uh, so Conan says, even if you kill him, Chisato won't come back. Uh, if you kill him, you're no better than him. Do you think Chisato will rejoice over that? His words strike a chord with Ushio, and he drops his gun. I love this scene. He just, like, sits there with it for, like, 15 seconds in silence before he drops the gun. Like, I don't even care about the pacing problems in the rest of this two-parter. Just because it gives me that, like, 15-second window where, like, I wasn't sure what he was going to do. What a great part of this episode. I loved it. What did you guys think? I also love, like, what happens afterwards because, like, just drops that gun and like finally it was a, like a villain wasn't just stupid like this dude just yeah, fox grabbed that gun. shit yeah he grabbed it immediately yeah. yeah so uh speaking of which yeah fox grabs the gun ready to point and fire at somebody conan says that uh fox has some nerve turns on his <laughs> powered shoes kicks a rock in order uh in order to disarm him so like the gun goes flying hilarious how the gun didn't go off whenever that happened though so uh Kogoro finally arrives, uses his judo to throw him down to the ground. What another badass part of this episode, you guys. Yeah, I'm glad Kogoro got the shine rather than Ron. Oh, yeah, like just, well, okay, but (laughs) grabbing him, throwing him No, 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 because we don't see him, like, we don't get get reminded that he's a badass in his own right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Because, yeah, he's a karate master, and we barely ever see it. Well, judo, not karate. Is it not the same thing? No. No, but you're What's you're judo? right. We always Where's hear that Kogoro knows judo, but to actually see it, it's uh it's pretty dang impressive. Judo's grappling, karate's just striking. Oh, interesting. Do you think Kogoro is mad that Ron decided to become a karate master instead of a judo master? No, it's cool. <laughs> well yeah, she didn't follow the family path. Yeah. Nah, he's supportive. He's a supportive king. He knows. Aries a judo master as well, or? She is? I can't remember if it was judo or another martial art. I love her. She's incredible. I love her. My favorite character. Yeah, she knows judo. My favorite character. I've only seen her, like, once. Because Kagura taught her. Oh, is that right? No. I don't think Aries would agree with that. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> no, that's like literally the line in the wiki. It says, K- "Like Kogo taught her judo." That sounds like some mansplaining. It wasn't okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> would never admit to that, though. <laughs> that's also true. Um, so they uh, they take off Fox's disguise. Come to learn that uh, he's actually a young man. And, uh, Why the... was everybody so shocked by this? Because they're like, huh? <laughs> oh my like, god, this dude's like moving around, he's like in his twenties, and like you know he's disguised. So like, yeah. why are you shocked that he's young? It was even funnier immediately after this. Cut to the ending song. That's just That's how right. the episode yep. ends. <laughs> what? Uh, so after the ending song, Conan explains that the real caretaker was imprisoned in a nearby cave. Uh, the police arrive and arrest both Fox and Kawabe and Ushio. Ushio tells Conan that he's got talent while being taken out, and Kogoro celebrates a completed case. And let me see if I can do his voice. Time to go home and take a bath, eat dinner, and drink beer. Ho ho ho! He gleefully exclaims. That was really good. Was it good? Yeah. Listen, I'm going into the voice acting business, you guys. Uh, I'll see you later. 
So uh, let's see where were we at. Conan remarks that Kogoro has some talent too, as Kogoro does his trademark belly laugh. Who? What a two-parter! Yeah. Are you not going to give us that laugh again? Whoa! Oh! <laughs> there you go. Now he's got some talent. <laughs> we also got one of Conan's trademark lines. He's like Conan Edagawa, the detective. Yeah, that's true. I love it when they do that when Conan gets the spotlight. Yeah, rather than doing it through a deduction show. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just because I get to forget about like the overarching plot for a minute and pretend this is a different show, where like he's actually just a little boy who's trying to get some attention because he's so good at solving crimes and stuff. He's a badass man. So Kyle, what do you think that this uh, two-parter was? Was it a manga adaptation or was this an anime original? So I accidentally spoiled this for myself. No. To be honest, <sighs> yeah. But uh, if you would have asked me before, then I would have said this is a manga or uh, a manga episode, a manga adaptation. See, you should have known by the when we when we had said that they were referencing that other anime case. You should have known that it was an anime original. That makes sense because that was also an anime original episode. The uh, yeah. the case. Well, that's the, the thing. I didn't beautiful. pick that up yeah. whenever I first watched it, yeah. so I wouldn't have known either way. But uh, yeah, figured it out. It was a. It was a anime original how exciting this one uh, turned out pretty great i really liked it so you like it more than the last two-parter we did i think so i think i liked the action bits in this one uh it felt a little bit more uh focused but there was still so much going on that like it it never dropped uh a second like i felt like the the pace was all over the place but at the same time it was constantly driving there was uh, twists and turns to keep me engaged I really did enjoy this one. It was one of my, out of season two, the ones that I've seen so far, this is probably a a high point. I don't know if it's the best oh, wow. one. Wow. Better than Dracula's Via? Better than uh, the Crane murder case? Better than Dracula in the Crane murder case. <laughs> <laughs> what about the General Hospital murder case? That one was silly. What about I, the Ski Lodge murder case? That one was good. I liked that one, but it, I liked it better than... Uh, I liked this better than the Ski Lodge murder case. All right. So this this seems like the top of your list. I guess so. Yeah. What did you guys think? I thought it was a really strong two-parter. I, I have to agree with everything that you were saying, Kyle. I mean, the pacing, okay, granted, it was a little off. And the episode started out odd. Just the whole concept of hiring somebody, like an assassin, to kill you. It was a little weird, but as the two-parter progressed, I was like, okay, this is making sense. And I was really enjoying the subplot with the two uh, robbers, and I thought more so that that was a good addition rather than taking away from the plot, because usually they do some weird stuff like that, and it's like, why bother throwing that in? But it actually, I think, added to the story. So I was really liking it, and I I just wanted more of it. And it's probably one of my top anime original two-parters so far. For sure. I agree with that. Definitely. Especially in realms of two-parters. I feel like we, we've we we've gotten a lot of good ones, but uh, the ones that I remember more are the uh, hour-long specials, yeah. and like the uh, the gap between those seemed to be pretty, pretty far, and this is uh, bridging that gap a little bit for me. Right, and I think two-parters tend to be manga originals, so the fact that this was an anime one, I thought that uh, they did a pretty good job. What about you, Tyler? 
yeah i thought it was a good episode um probably not my favorite of the season so far but uh i, I really like the ski lodge murder case um even though it's more traditional but i thought this was a really nice change of pace i really enjoyed uh you know all the all the action scenes like like uh i, I thought it was really smart when calling uh compared it to the more cinematic conan that we'd see in films because of all the action because even in the anime originals we usually don't see this much you know action scenes so uh, like the mudslide and stuff like that so i thought that was cool it made it feel very unique so i thought this was a really solid uh two-part episode i enjoyed yeah. it it made me want to sure, believe sure. that the fox was going to be like a reoccurring character as if there's like this you know hitman assassin character that conan has now have to like, That'd be cool. try and catch oh man now i wish <laughs> that was the case <laughs> like somebody else getting murdered is like oh it's the fox again Ooh. and he doesn't catch him but he's like narrowly close yeah. well maker's like what does the fox say and then conan goes yep <laughs> Yep, that's that's how it would go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Conan, uh, next Conan's hint is a sunblock foundation. So Conan Hell says, yeah, yeah, not sure what this means. Conan says the the next episode has a scary snow woman, and uh, some lady says, if you don't solve the case, it'll freeze. Ooh, <laughs> scary. Scary indeed. Women scary. Sure. Especially when the sunblock <laughs> foundation is involved. I'm not sure where we're going with this, but I agree. Any more thoughts before we uh we say farewell, everybody? Well, what are we covering next week? So next week, um, we'll be covering episodes 94 and 95, the Snow Woman's Legend murder case and Kogoro's date murder case, what? respectively. So Kogoro's really going on a date. Interesting. That's- no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Why is why is Kogoro going on a date when he's married? I agree. Unless he's going he's on a... a date with his wife. <laughs> Man, I wish. I, ha- I hope Kogoro gets some poon. Okay. With Aerie, right? <laughs> I said I said what I said. <laughs> you j- I just want everyone to be happy. I just want everyone to be happy. Whatever that means individually, I, I want I want them to be happy. Together. Forever. And ever. And ever. You being ba ba da da na 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 What is that song? Forever. <laughs> what is that? It's from my best friend's wedding. I'll never know. Anyways, <laughs> so I'll do it for another episode of Case Reopened. Join us next week. Like we said, we'll be covering episodes 94 and 95. I'm sure it'll be interesting. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at case underscore reopened. Be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. That'll help out a lot. And remember, one truth always prevails. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.